0: Hey, everybody! <laughs> uh, do you like that? I do. What <laughs> I've been doing a "Don't Quit Your Day Job" now as I settle in and I give it a second look at the camera, and I wait. I'm like. This is the pause where I cut in. Yeah. So it looks like I'm just ready to talk to the camera. Anyway, uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the My Friends Basement Studio podcast. Hello. The podcast about My Friends Basement Studio. And we are studio co owners. I am Maxim Allen. And I'm drinking tea. And he's drinking tea. Mm-hmm. And speaking of tea, you won't believe yeah. what's going on in this guy's personal life. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
1: Take me back. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, my God. I
0: was joking at a party recently <sighs> that, um, we should do a comedy show called Comedy Court, mm-hmm. where we settle real scene beef on stage. So we have—it's just gonna be me, people that telling telling me to shut up about my dating life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, believe you're the—you're not even—you're not even a bad one. <laughs> uh, no, we're here. So we're back. We're back from uh, holiday break. Yep. I had a good Christmas. Mm-hmm. And news. <laughs> <laughs> you made
1: it seem like a very political i had a good christmas i
0: prayed a lot and i went to catholic church and i watched fox news (laughs) (laughs)
1: um yeah we i mean it's christmas was a good time for me personally even jokes aside personal life aside at Mm -hmm. least business-wide because i went home saw my parents and had to take a break yeah. Yeah. yeah, And that was it honestly kind of kind of fucks me because it's been hard to get back into.
0: It's OK. I think things. it's it's really important. OK, for me, with that type of stuff, it's really good to just do that. When I take PTO at my job, everyone in my company is so good about like they just leave you alone. Right. They don't want you to on PTO. They don't want you to think about it. Come back you might get a text, like in two weeks, you might get one text message, be like, hey, I know you're out, but like emergency, where's this file or something, yeah. you know? But I think for our business, as good as we can do that, we should do that. You know, like the week you were out, yeah. like where I covered, and then the week where I was out, where you covered, and it's good to have those gaps where you just don't have to think about the business, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I mean, one of my goals this year, well, it, To start the year, I'm looking at where my shortcomings and Mm -hmm. how do I overcome those. But I think that the first thing is being honest about what they are. Yeah. And then setting up boundaries to try and like, provide time to reflect mm-hmm. and take a break we're not necessarily here to talk about us and our lives that's not our show we're <laughs> we're here to talk a little bit about the business and the way it's grown and kind of the structure that we've put behind it to pre- yeah. prepare it for this year
0: but i would like to start i just thought of this is uh what what's our what's our new year's resolution for the business for i you? don't know I, I mean i had a number in my head for earnings oh your numbers guy i see there's no soul left in no, it no no i think no. that we talked about it i mean
1: we talked about what we wanted to do but it's yeah. a little bit more abstract it's not mm. actually a smart goal um <laughs> smart as in the the acronym of it this like measurable it's like specific measurable attainable there's like the r is like reachable or whatever it's very similar it's just five
0: letters that all mean attainable
1: basically (laughs) a lot of them are very repetitive but it's more or less like can you measure it yeah yeah. how when do you want to achieve it by um but ours is like we want to grow we had a long conversation about the direction of the business Mm -hmm. and the truth of the matter is our core business uh if we were to tell ourselves um if our our sales at the beginning were coming to pitch us the business right now, mm-hmm. I would probably tell them that's not going to work. Specific. Yeah. like yeah, yeah. Exactly, because we were just like, people are going to come in, record, and that's that. Yeah. That's never going to be at our rates. That will never be a full-scale business. It's a great, It's it's a mediocre side mm-hmm. hustle because the numbers that we were earning weren't like, I'm going to think about quitting my job. It would never come up. It's like, right, I could right. do this on nights and some weekends, but, uh, what's the value of giving up my space? Yeah, so our model has changed, and a lot of it has to. A lot of the direction we're going is trying to create our own content, our own platform. Yeah, not necessarily leveraging the shows that are in here. We want to use, utilize them. We want to create a platform where they can grow, but we're not necessarily looking at these shows and in, in a year from now being like, we want all of you to join our network. Right, we're right, now right. looking at it like, hey, we want to help you grow your thing. And then we want to create our own awesome yeah. content. If you want to be a part of that, great. But we're not going to try and pigeonhole you into being doing our thing.
0: Yeah. It was truly like it kind of came out of nowhere. It was like when I look like it's 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 crazy because this has only been a business for like six months, seven yeah. months, you know, June and it's like the sort of the way it kind of feels to me is like you get a like when a relative gives you your kid and they give you a big bucket of Legos and you're like cool all these Legos and then like after like two hours of playing with it you're like yo there's like half a spaceship in here and the other parts are in here too and it's just kind of like oh this wasn't what I thought I was getting but I could I could finish the spaceship well, I don't know the,
1: well the real piece of it terrible metaphor is <laughs> it's <all right>. sir. <laughs> The real thing is what what business would keep us going? Do we want to be in the business of wrangling clients and um work like dealing with sponsors, being this go between? That has very little appeal to me as a creative person. Mm-hmm. I love helping people with other projects, but I'd rather create a space where I can create my own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of what we're positioning ourselves to do. If I mean there's, if you look at models that are out there, which is something I spent some time doing, you have the uh, the Gotham model, mm-hmm. which is a studio space, a studio in New York, where people come in, they create the space, a lot of comics work there. But Gotham's business is a studio. right? Or you have your mom's house, which creates a bunch of its own content, has its own studio. Mm-hmm. That That idea of... Uh, of a model is much more appealing than me being in there doing all the scheduling stuff. Like (laughs) yeah, we don't have the capital to do your, your mom's house method or the star power. Right. But we can utilize what we have right now in terms of income and direct it towards creative things and create more of a business model. And then basically once we're able to do it without like create some good shows without the star power we can then utilize what we've learned to help people in their shows. Yeah. So in theory, it's like a two-sided model.
0: Yeah. Or, it's uh, It's kind of, yeah. It's so different from like, oh, we're going to have people record with us to give us some extra money to do whatever. To now, oh, we're going to have people record with us. We're going to help them with their show and we're going to use that to fund a larger creative thing as well.
1: Yeah, and it's, I think, a part of it that decision-making process uh the more i've reflected on it is a result of us being creatives mm. and there's so much in this space of like what's the word it's not tit for tat but like um you scratch my back i'll scratch yours we're like yeah we're giving this for you this stage time or x y or z for free in hopes of getting something for you in the future i really don't like that culture Mm -hmm. where it's like you have your thing i'm here to support it and i have my own thing on the side and it's like very clear boundaries not this arbitrary like you may or may not get something more and i don't want our clients to come in to be like oh they're just waiting for us to get big for them to you know ask for something else right which is what the network in theory kind of could have could position us to be like I'd much rather have someone be like how do you do that and I'll show them than being like well we have this thing for you and if you play yeah, ball
0: yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> we're bad capitalists we're yeah. not good at this <laughs> no. like but I, I, I agree I think it's like it's more rewarding to like create things and have people want to be a part of a, that kind of community and style yeah. rather than create things and like Withhold from people, yeah, you know,
1: yeah, and really at the end of the day, I just rather create something like what if we can build the studio side and figure out all the numbers, all the margins, and then have a secondary income through our own YouTube channel, mm-hmm. our own content, then, um, like we can align the client facing side with its own, like we can hire people to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's not specialty knowledge that's required like you can figure it out over time we can train people to do that yeah so that's that's the idea that's kind of what our discussions led to um when we thought about what the business is because the real question is then from the marketing side are we creating content that shows how great the studio is like here are our services check us out or are we being like this? Is just hilarious content. That's the platform right. you come here for. That right. Um, and the second, just it seems more fun.
0: It does seem more fun. I'm addicted to starting podcasts. Oh yeah. And uh, who isn't? <laughs>
1: but yeah, do not, get off our channel.
0: Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's like it's a. Uh, to me, it's a shame that I feel like three podcasts is all I can handle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean so technically the studio is handling a lot more than three
0: well yeah well we are handling a lot more than yeah. three but we are also not uh being on three per week uh, three actually more in fact what
1: Yeah, i don't want you sharing this with our other guests okay our other clients but no one has asked me ever to be on a podcast are you serious mm-hmm. no one i'm waiting i'm waiting haven't you been on the Tony Awards? Oh, the Tony Awards, yes, but the Tony Awards are the best by far. <laughs> That's a direct. I hope everyone's listening. The Tony Awards are the best. Yeah, no, they are. They're honestly phenomenal clients. I think we talk about that every time. They yeah, literally they gave, gave us- me.
0: They gave us Christmas gifts, and I want to immortalize <laughs> that. Thank you, Tony Awards. Uh, but yeah, I feel like um, in especially just in like comedy, when someone asks you to be on a podcast, it's like yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's a it's an interesting time in the comedy scene. I think this, so we usually start with what did we learn, and this is kind of all of that. There's so many other things, too, that we did, like all the bookkeeping and stuff. We established the LLC, I think we talked about that last time, the bank accounts, all of that. But those are things, like, if you're just looking for a business tip straight up, even with your own podcast, you're in a place where you're looking to make money or you're just creating a budget, figure out your accounting. It is the most (laughs) clarifying (laughs) thing about what you can actually do.
0: Connor's third eye was ripped open last month by completing the accounting. (laughs) But it
1: was really, really helpful. And it went, oh, this is what I can and can't do. Instead of trying to figure it out on the fly, it was just like, oh, it's very clear what I can and can't afford. And if I want to be able to get to X, then I need to do Y.
0: Yeah. It was, oh. Get on top of that. Yeah. or else it'll happen like me today. I went to the grocery store, got a cart full of stuff, and then checked my bank account. It was $3, <laughs> uh, but only because my Verizon bill had gone through, like, without oh, me expecting. yeah. And uh, I do have... I don't only have $3, but the account that I'm supposed to be responsible with, yeah. <laughs> I get paid tomorrow, whatever. But you're right. Like, accounting, like, business tip, get on the accounting sooner than later. Like, it just makes sense. And, like, for us, the thing... Like, what's nice about us is that we have very easy-to-track expenses, right? Like, yeah. all of our expenses were upfront equipment or they're some form of a monthly subscription to a software or, like, mm-hmm. yearly, whatever. It's like, I'm glad we're not, like, you know... Like, I cannot imagine how, like, restaurants handle their accounting. Like, all that stuff in and out, like, constant no, flux, no. like...
1: It's it's a lot of respect to small business owners, yeah. though. So much respect. And I think what the accounting that uh was achieved that dictated the direction of the business because yeah it became very clear that the model that we had wanted wasn't going to work in terms of uh creating a full-time job for us mm-hmm. and so the question is well then what are we selling what is right. our business and it is it really was like social media the whole package we do We can do everything. Yeah. And we're starting to do that. Um, Pre-production, production, production, post-production, marketing, posting. All of it can be done. But it's like, oh, these are... In in the accounting, you can physically see, oh, this remote recording, move the needle, this amount. We're only spending this much. Yeah. In-person studio stuff, like, now that we're editing stuff for people, editing clips, are for like the cost of premiere and the Adobe creative suite becomes much much more justifiable because we're, cr- we're earning just from one client uh, yeah. based off of our clips. We pay for both of our subscriptions per month.
0: Pretty easily too. E- yes. yeah.
1: And so it's going to become greater, but you're like, Oh, I can clearly see I'm earning X like from remote recordings and mm-hmm. I'm paying Y. it makes sense. Can I increase the margins? Um, and in some ways, like, yeah, it just everything, everything becomes clear and it helps you stay focused on what your business actually is. And how does that like relate to a podcaster? I think if you're a podcaster that's like looking to do, like turn into a business, make it a part of your brand, mm-hmm. which is more of the people we're dealing with now, right? Then, you know, you are a business, you're, you're at least a sole proprietorship. Yeah. At the very least, you should be a tra- uh, a tracking the expenses that you pay to us. But you can just start to justify and be like, okay, I'm putting this much in. At what point do I want to be getting things out? How am I going to be getting things out? Um, yeah. And is it justifiable to spend X number of dollars to try and get that back someday, either through ticket sales, whatever? Mm-hmm. But just knowing those things. At least for someone who worries a lot, gives a lot of peace of mind and clarity. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh lesson learned, do your accounting for you. It's the big one.
1: Yeah, have a business plan.
0: Yeah. I'd say my lesson learned is uh similar. It was it was very nice when you put it together and we just sat down, went through it, and it was like, Oh, okay. This so this is where we're where we're at. You know, it's not bad. It's actually pretty good. Like you're going to be even more excited when you see the bank account. Nice. Because we
1: haven't we haven't moved any of our income into an expense account yet. Yeah. And our income account is actually looking pretty good.
0: Nice. I'm just thinking back. It's it should be a it should have been a bigger deal that we when we made our first like thousand, you know, because it's so funny because we were so like focused on setting up the studio and bringing people in that I feel like we just blew past that number. And that became like just like another thing, you know, like we're doing pretty well as like a startup business. so like, We've grown every month. Yeah. We've grown every month, which is awesome. And like changing the direction of the business, like tilting it slightly is kind of nice because we can both. Like accomplish our original mission, right. Of supporting creatives at a cost that they can afford while simultaneously, like doing what we want to do and going further with it because there are there are creatives who can afford more and want more help so it's kind of it's kind of nice because there's like a little bit of something for everybody and the new the new direction is like oh we can still do this and we can make more money if we expand what we do for everyone
1: and it was and we would have never known this if we didn't do the accounting but we actually would have lost money Mm-hmm. In November and December, not not lost as in like profit and loss, but lost, we wouldn't have seen the growth that we were seeing if we didn't pivot yeah. because the actual amount of in-studio renting time dipped. And it's I think it's related to the holidays. I don't think it's like a, that business was receiving less interest. I think yeah. it's a timing thing. And I expect it to continue to go up. But we were saved by the other things that we can offer mm-hmm. to uh, sustain our growth and I think that's just a sign of a good business. And I think this is something that you want to bring up or like we want to talk about on this episode, having your show grow. Mm-hmm. Cause that's kind of what we did as a business. We went, let's see, like to put it in podcast terms of how we adjust the business. We put our thing out there. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of feedback through the first, you know, several months. And then we started to see what our audience liked. And then we pivoted to provide more of what they liked. Yeah. And that's I think that's just business in general. But the first step is getting the show off the ground, yep. putting it out there. Like your show does not, the work does not start for a show until you put it out there. Yeah. Um, that's just something I believe. And the statistics kind of prove that because a lot of people give up pretty early on in the work.
0: Yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> and also like we're, we've also put like one of the big pivots we've done is now we've, what we thought, initially would incentivize people to come back and record with us over the long term. We have scrapped in favor of giving people like discounts if they get more work from us essentially and pay up front, you that, know?
1: That's super important. I would say, I mean, we, I, the accounting also informed me that it's much better to know what you're working with yeah. rather than getting paid <laughs> as you go. And I think, as a creative in general, if you're a graphic designer, anywhere in that process i I encourage you to get paid up front because tracking down money is a pain, and just making it yeah. known like this is what we do that's that's it, yep, like we don't do work until it's paid, and like a part of that is built off of reputation of executing mm-hmm. but um, where was I going with another larger point um
0: but yeah you if you know what you're bringing in every month, like with the pack like yeah. we start doing packages where it's like. The process now is bring someone in. They say, I want to record here. We say, what's the scope of your project? Okay, what's your budget? And then we generate quotes like, okay, here's one month of work or like, here's two months of work. If you pay up front, you get a discount on all of this. Like this is recordings. This is clips. This is like thumbnails is like YouTube, whatever, all these little pieces generate quotes that are like high, medium, low work and cost effort yeah, and just sell them the package. And then it's like, we know we have this much money from this person because those are all things they were probably going to get anyway, just more sporadic. So it's like it all it it works for everybody.
1: Yeah. And it's also it locks them into being dedicated to their project for X amount of time.
0: Yeah. There's one thing I love doing is forcing people to pursue their creative ideas. <laughs> I mean, it's necessary, though, because once you get
1: on the the train, unless it's going to be a seasonal podcast, it doesn't stop.
0: Oh, how I envy seasonal podcasts. I, I mean, I'm fully, like, every once in a while, every few weeks, I'm like, should I, like, call it with Don't Quit Your Day Job? And then I get, like, a little spark, and I'm like, no. And then, like, I blink, and there's been, like, 20 more episodes recorded, you know?
1: I, I really like the the two bears, one cave model. Okay. Which is, they're actually, they created a platform that doesn't require the host necessarily. Yeah, it is Tom and Bert all mm-hmm. the time. But there are episodes where it's like, uh, Mark Normand and then, why am I, someone else. Yeah. But it's like, the Platform still exists without the hosts, yeah. That's very interesting because that's kind of like the best of both worlds, but it also pays to have famous friends,
0: yes. That's really, <laughs> I mean, that's that's really what the model is. That's what that's what the goal is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, don't quit your day job. Uh, the people I associate with are gradually floating upwards and things, and I'm just hoping that the natural growth comes with that. No, you me, know. I'm taking it, you're taking it, but you're gonna come back to it, right? the ship. No. Yeah, seasonal podcasts also like what I thought was going to be my seasonal podcast uh, now has people asking us to start a Patreon which is crazy I will say for podcaster milestone for me is like having people want to pay for more of what I'm making and so I'm like oh this thing <laughs> I thought was going to be seasonal is now going to be the thing that's going to be like no no this is weekly and also uh, a little extra monthly you know yeah while the I was really hoping I was really like you can't plan these things you know like I think one of the fun things about doing this is starting ideas and like letting them fail or letting them grow you Mm -hmm. know because like having the like indefinite weekly podcast don't quit your day job I set up with low effort I can do it every week seasonal podcast like I'll try this for a season we'll watch an anime we'll review it people love it. I thought I was going to be able to quit after a little bit and just take a break from podca- from my second podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but it turned out people want it. So it's like, I'm going to double down and we're going to go even deeper. Yeah. That's
1: that's something though that speaks to the point of you don't know what you have until it's out there. Absolutely. You, you just don't. And that's I think that's also been a big piece of this with the clients that come in we are now putting a much firmer line in the sand of like, you need to launch. Like we've said, if you don't qualify for the discounts, unless you've launched. Yeah. Because it's, there's no, there's like, we don't know if you're going to continue the business. We've had people record a lot and then drop the podcast. yeah, And it, through no, fortunately through no fault of ours, but are mm. just like, yeah, I just don't, I just don't want to like put in the effort of putting it out. Well, I, I mean, thank you for the money, I guess, but I feel bad that you spent it. Our whole thing is like, hopefully you save money coming to us rather than other people, but take the time of like, put it out there, see if you really like it, because we really want to work with people who are passionate about what they're Mm -hmm. doing, and we'll help you, we'll coach you to that point um, of like, figuring out what exactly works for your show and not, but like, you owe it to yourself to put what you have out there. Yeah, And We want to be helping that process.
0: Yeah, I'd say even like you ever done this, you ever find a new podcast and you're like, oh, there's only like 70 episodes. I'm going to go back to the beginning and listen. You listen to like the newest episode and you go back in time and the first episode is unlistenable, like terrible audio quality, bad pace, like they haven't figured it out. But that's just like part of the game. Like, I feel like you just got to keep recording. Like, I encourage everyone before they start a podcast is like even before before you record is just do a dry run you know get your you and your co-host together put a phone in the middle of the table put it on record and just try to do the podcast see how it feels see what you can cut we did it for small town radio we cut yeah. half the premise off like there's and then just launch it like here's the deal you just if you launch like I'd say if you make it to just like five or ten episodes right you're going to have a good idea of what you want to do. Do you want to steer it? Do you want to like cut it, like change it entirely, whatever it is, get it out there. And then at least other people can listen to it and you can solicit feedback at the very least. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's like, Oh, literally no one likes this. Like I won't like, I'm just not going to do it, you know, but like you got to put it out there to know how much extra work it takes to release weekly. And then it's managing expectations. Yeah. Like that. once again, it's like, like we talked about managing expectations a lot, but there's a lot of expectations that uh, are made up in your head before it launches. and then once once it actually launches and you get in the weekly routine of doing it, then you actually have the real things you got to face, right? Yeah, like it's like it's like going to the gym. It's just like you you can watch as many videos as you want, read as many books as you want. You can go to the gym and have a plan. But sometimes it's January 2nd, 2023, and you go in the gym, and there's so many people in there (laughs) that you don't get to pick which machine you use, you know? So same thing with podcasting.
1: Actually, I think the perfect metaphor for it, and it's very uh, relevant because it's most of our clients, is it's stand-up. Yeah. A lot of people like the idea of doing stand-up, but you actually don't know if you like stand-up until you've tried it, and usually you're not very good at it for a while. For a
0: long time.
1: (laughs) <laughs> but if there's something that's worthwhile to you personally, mm-hmm. and I think one of the, the nicest, or the most refreshing things I did here, you had someone on your show who came on, and we always like talk with people if they want a podcast or not, and he was just like, yeah, podcasting is like not my interest. Yeah. like I don't need it. I'm going to do something else creative, and yeah. I was just like, great. That self-awareness is great because Ultimately, at the end of the day, I like working with clients too who know what they want. Yeah, uh, makes things a little bit easier where it fits into their larger vision, and you really don't know it until like it's out in the public.
0: Yeah, and I also admire within comedy. This is very comedy specific, but there's a lot of pressure to be a stand-up comedian who does stand-up comedy, who thinks about stand-up comedy, who only does stand-up comedy. You know, but. Truly everyone else has like a side thing. You know, there are people who do sketch in it or improv or they're show producers or they're podcasters or they to make TikToks. Truly, it feels like there's only like five percent of stand-up comedians who are just doing that. Yeah. And everyone else like finds another thing adjacent to it. And we all kind of go with it. You know, like people know me as a podcaster now. Like, and I mean I'm I'm a comedian, but I'm like podcasting is my side thing. And so I see people who are doing sketch. I've never once wanted to do sketch and I'm like we can have our separate things and that's nice you know see
1: people see me as an ex-boyfriend
0: <laughs> I, I knew I was
1: gonna get a good laugh oh
0: but yeah I, I think what's what's also interesting <laughs> is you uh always here in the studio like you're you're becoming known just like as the studio guy because we have oh, so yeah. many people in and out here. Yeah. They just meet you. It's like you don't really do as many mics or hang no. out shows as often, but you're still making all these connections just because the people are coming Way here. more
1: people. I mean, we... The the amount of people... Actually, one of our clients has opened for my favorite comedian. So I'm like, I'm one degree away now from my favorite Who's comedian. Who's your favorite comedian? Uh, well... It's hard to say, but he pro- he's definitely in the conversation. Daniel Sloss, okay, um, and then our new client Abby,
0: okay, opened for him. Oh, really? And I was
1: just like, I, I was going through her Instagram. I was like, What? I'm literally one degree. Like, it,
0: dude. Alex, uh, Alex Taubin, who was on my show, mm-hmm. it just opened for Gary Goldman. That's sick. Which is t- super dope. we uh, well special guests,
1: but we're trying to. We're actually trying to perform tonight too. Yeah. Okay. So, but it, we we've been talking for a good stretch here. Do. You, Highlights. highlights highlights of the week
0: or since last time got my wedding ring <laughs> all right that's well, right he he uh, Cares more about
1: his personal relationships in the business <laughs> <laughs>
0: can you believe it highlights for the business i think you know i just i get so much joy out of podcasting and helping people with podcasts and brainstorming podcasts it's so it's so weird how little effort it feels to me you know like it's just i'm really highlights for I made a joke on stage that uh, one of my New Year's resolutions is I want to record 100 podcasts, which sounds insane. But don't quit your day job is already going to give me 52 for the year. Right. And then if I'm doing my Gundam podcast weekly, that's another 52, at least unless we take some breaks here, which is nice because we set up the show where it's like we watch every week the episode comes out, but some weeks there's no episodes. So there's already some breaks in the show, which is yeah. kind of built-in relaxation. But then all the other ones I'm going to be on, and I'm like, I said on stage, like, I want to be on 100 podcasts, and it's like, that kind of got a laugh, and I'm like, that's crazy that, to me, that's like, that's fine. That doesn't seem like anything. That seems no. like, yeah, let's do that. I love coming up with co- podcast concepts. In my last episode with Nico Catania, we were joking uh, about no, who was it? Maybe it was on that one. The SantaCon podcast that might be oh, yeah. one that we do through this studio. Next SantaCon, set up a booth in the East Village and do the SantaCon podcast and just street interview wasted Santas, yeah, and just do like a limited series based on that, you know, drunk Santa. So I don't know. I like highlights for this week. We kind of been on a break. Um, Highlight was getting a gift from the Tony Awards. That was sick. Yeah, and um, let's see. Uh, oh, I'm gonna be on two podcasts soon. Well, I got asked. I'm gonna be on one for sure tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be on Female Intern, which will be dope. I'm very excited for that. And I got asked to be on another podcast, which uh, we haven't I haven't planned for yet. There's no date or anything, but it is nice to be asked to be on other pod. Oh, and I'm doing Tony Awards next week. I'm gonna be on three this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. All highlights. All podcasting
1: highlights. We, my, my highlight is we got an affiliate link with a business I've been building for a long
0: time. My, my second, my second lessons learned is uh, affiliate links, a links not impossible to get. And I I actually applied for an affiliate link after I learned about this one. Yeah. So it's super easy. Um, It's more about building the platform because it's no
1: skin off the business's back. Yeah uh we had an interview someone interviewed the studio today you know talking about cpm which is the normal way to get sponsorship um uh cost per milli i believe mm. and it's per thousand listens and then you get like pennies or dollars singular, mm. singular dollars off of it so you need a huge fan base but affiliate links cost nothing yeah for the business either they get profit or they don't and then they give you some of the profits um But yeah, that was good, and I think that's going to be something that the business grows and a huge incentive for people to come record
0: with us. Yeah, Um, it's a it's a cool. uh, The affiliate link works. Yeah, it's like a good fit for the show. Yeah, and that's that's key. But that was that's really cool,
1: and I'm just excited to see where things go um, this year. Yeah, more
0: podcasting, more affiliate links, more content the grind never ends never the studio does. never sleeps welcome to the studio that never sleeps because connor lives here <laughs> all right you can't tell it's midnight if there's no windows okay <laughs> that that interview today with a the cl- potential
1: client too i was like oh it looks like you have great natural lighting there i took a vow of no
0: natural sunlight for the next year <laughs> yeah huh. uh highlights just like i mean. Like as a yearly wrap up, like, you know, starting 2023 off, like the this whole business has been awesome. Like we've like the the problems we've encountered and the hurdles we've had to overcome have so far been very manageable and very short term. And like we've gotten through them all with relative ease and people love the studio. Yeah. I mean, what more could you ask for? That's it. We have a business that it's not like, it's not like the studio is just here and it's me and you just being like, come on, someone come in. It's like, there are so many people in and out and they all love it. Everyone compliments the space.
1: I honestly have no, pr- there was like three or four months where like, I, we need more people. We need more people. Now I have zero anxiety about that. It's going to not worried about it at all
0: no people just fall from the fucking sky it's, people come up to me all the time I'm just like oh hey uh, yeah. I want to show your studio
1: Yeah, we have talks yes. launching three more this month we're in talks with three more people already I'm just going to keep going
0: yeah someone wanted to ask me to come tour the studio after they watched me bomb at a roast battle last night after I bombed and they still want to come to the studio I mean, so if he's
1: this bad at this he's got to be good at something
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's it
1: okay goodbye happy new year <laughs> Oh, follow us on uh,
0: Instagram at my Friends basement studio. Everything my Friends basement studio. And go to my dot studio if you want to book a tour, book time. Or just look at a nice website. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.